Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad you're here with us today because I am with my most amazing guest. Steve Erickson. Steve, how are you doing? I am doing great, Michelle. Thank you very much for having me here on your podcast and speaking to you and your audience. Nice. I'm super stoked to have you here, as you know, because I have been following your stuff for a while and it had a huge impact on me right from the get-go and I love, love, loved it. So uh, I can't wait for everybody else to find out about it. So why don't you give us kind of the 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you do? Oh, Wow. Five thousand foot view. So uh, Steve Erickson is the CEO and founder of Eventraptor, which makes virtual event management easy. Okay, that's the five thousand foot view. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And for those of you who don't know, this is a software platform that Steve developed on your own. I'm my understanding, right? Well, well, sort of. Um, so the, the the history of it is uh, that's where we're going to go a little bit uh, deeper into the uh, not the five thousand foot view anymore. But basically, the platform was created to avoid my own frustration. Um, <laughs> and, right? Aren't they always? <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, absolutely. So uh, to uh, I'm trying to compress a long story into as short as I can. So I, I was the chief technology officer for a big life coach certification company. And uh, with COVID hitting, we had to pivot to virtual events. So we ended up doing a virtual event in June last year with 1,800 people. And then one in October with 2,200 people. And uh, as the chief technology officer, I was responsible for everything to do with the technology, making sure everybody got registered, that the operations team had the right information, that the programs team had the right information, like who's in which rooms and, and things like this. And there was a lot of moving parts to get right, the opt-in pages and everything. Um, but I was very, um, I was discontent in that role and I wanted to work for myself. So I set out to be the midlife solopreneur. So that was my big thing. I, uh, I resigned on the 6th of July. I worked with them until October, actually, but I resigned 6th of July, started my midlife solopreneur business. And that was all about marketing and client attraction and um, showing people how when you say this is the problem I solve, and if you want that problem solved and actually you are looking for a solution, which is what I'm, the solution I'm providing, that's when you become successful. That's when you're going to be able to sell what you have to offer. And I was teaching people this and also I knew that I had to do a virtual event of some kind and it was going to be a summit. A summit is very, very powerful in positioning you uh, as the authority, as an expert and everything. So. I decided that summit was the way to go. And I gave myself, I thought, plenty of time, two weeks to create the summit. I had four days, 27 speakers. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to laugh out loud at that point. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people I know do that. Like, oh, I got lots of time. I got two weeks until my summit. It's like, okay, do you know who you're inviting? <laughs> do they know you're inviting them? <laughs> well, yeah. I, had, I had a couple of cheats, you'd say. So I was pretty confident that everything was going to go okay. And one of the cheats was that I used somebody else in the same community, Kimberly Crow, who has a speaker directory. She was going out and finding the speakers. Finding speakers was the easy bit. 
well, for me anyway, because I wasn't doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Kavia>. <laughs> uh, but then I also had a platform that was going to run the summit for me. It was going to send out all of the emails to participants. It was collecting all of the headshots and descriptions. It was producing the landing page, you know, so all of this was going to be a doddle to actually execute. And then two weeks before the summit started, we started recruiting other speakers. We told everybody what we were doing. And I sat down with this platform and started uh, using it to, to create my summit. And I'm going, what on earth? And then 20 minutes later, you kidding me. And then an hour later, this is, this is just not going to work at all. One of the things they insisted was that during the summit, which is live, every speaker had a unique Zoom URL, you know. So every single session, people had to log off and then log back on with the, the link for the next speaker. Oh, no. That's not <laughs> that is a terrible idea. Don't ever do that, people. Whatever you do, don't ever do that. Exactly. Wow. And, and then also, I, one of the things I was doing was tracking who, which speaker promoted uh, and got uh, which attendees so we could pay out affiliate commission. And the system assisted with 27 speakers that I had to go in manually into each speaker, download the list individually. And I would have to do that on a daily basis. <laughs> and I was like, there is no way I'm doing that 27 times every day for the next three weeks because of two weeks preparation and four days of actually doing the summit. So I had to throw the platform out. Oh, and yeah. yeah, but I did what I do, which is, I coded a new platform. I wrote <laughs> up a new way of doing when it. When all else fails, just code a new platform. <laughs> just code a new platform. But, you know, that was only for me. So it was a bunch of scripts that I was running. And I was when I was doing the summit, you know, the, and the speaker was on. And I was on my computer and going, okay, I'm going to run this script now. I'm going to run that script then. And, okay, and then we're back. Thank you very much to this speaker. And here's the next speaker. And they started speaking. I go, okay, coding, 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 and everything. Render, render, render. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love you so much i gotta say that that right there is just why i love you so much like shit this isn't working okay i'm just gonna write my own code it's <laughs> gonna work and i'm gonna write it on the fly and i'm gonna hope that i have time to render between speakers <laughs> for those of you who have never coded before that is fucking hilarious and it takes forever and for the normal person it would be so stressful to even think about doing that, let alone to actually be speaking at the same time. Like to be coding in the back room and waiting for something to happen for another speaker to go on is one thing, but to be speaking and be coding at the same time is a totally different animal. Yeah, so it was, it was a crazy time for sure. And I didn't get a lot of sleep, I, I have to say. <laughs> my, my wife and my son were like on me and saying, you are crazy, you cannot do this. This is far too much work, but we did it. You know, they pulled together, we pulled, well, all of us pulled together and we got it done and it was a great success. So I wanted to do it again as well. And then, as you know, um, I got uh, involved or got asked by, by Jay Fisset to help out with a Christmas giveaway that JBology does. So for and those of you who don't know, that's another 70 people bringing in their stuff and they're all entrepreneurs. And as Jay likes to say, it's like hurting epileptic cats, but it totally is because an email gets lost. They don't know what they have to submit. Is there any requirements for the pictures? And can you go and change this thing for me? Because I changed the name of my entire program, not including my signature program. And, and can we change the opt-in? Can we change the picture? And 
it's this back and forth for weeks. And we had, when Jay says that you saved us about 300 hours on this software, he's not kidding because each person was like a hundred hours out of the, out of their time that was just completely unnecessary from a, from a logistics yeah. point of view of if these people actually had the programs together and knew what the programs were, it should have in theory taken about five seconds for them to give us their stuff in an email and we would have uploaded it and bam, been done. But that is so not the reality of what happens. <laughs> not at all. So you were a godsend when you came into the picture. Thank you for that. And we, uh, so Jay will say uh, that, well, yes, I saved him like 150, 200, 300 hours. And when I say him, you and the yeah. rest of the team. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jay doesn't get. <laughs> Jay didn't do anyone. <laughs> and so we, we went down to, I think Jay said, uh, you went down to around 10 hours of management time around this. And most of that really was the interaction with the uh, the uh, the speakers, of uh, not the, the contributors saying, oh, um, where's my link? And, uh, and sending that out and maybe moving it to the next one instead because they weren't ready and, and things like that. So just admin stuff rather than actually the interaction with them. Yeah, well, and it was just totally normal stuff of have I paid? Do I really get to have this? You know, that kind of stuff that it kind of goes back and forth and you go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, can I have my swipe? Yeah, yeah, not a big deal. That, that yeah. was totally normal, but so much so much different everybody just you know the clouds parted the angels sang <laughs> we all took a, a breath of relief and went oh we get to do this and it'll be fun <laughs> yeah. you guys spent less than 10 hours on the admin side of things i spent less than five hours on the whole thing and so between us 15 hours and come down from 150 to 300 hours so how many hours it was down to like less than 15. I, yeah. i'm sure it was 300 it was substantial especially over the what was it a four week period that we'd typically lead into them? Mm. So it was, you know, just being able to go talk to Steve, get your link. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was doing my next summit and my next summit, I gave myself a lot more time. And when I say a lot more time, 50% more time. So I spent three weeks instead of two weeks. I thought I would give myself that extra week. And uh, Kimberly was again very helpful in, in providing speakers, but instead of 20 odd speakers, she only found 17 speakers because the rest of them, 20 of them, came in because they already heard about the summit. You know, one of the things to say about summit, it increases your influence, it increases your authority. So now for the second one, speakers came to me and said, can I speak at your summit? They have started hearing about it. And that's one of the powerful things about summits. So uh, I had 37 speakers live for five days, 40 hours worth of content. And I, am, I like to share the stats uh, from the summit. We had, we had 993 people opting in, 836 of those came from the speakers themselves. We had 250 people log in during the event. And I just hit, okay, sorry. Uh, 250 people logging in during the event uh, for more than five minutes. We had between 20 and 65 people in every single session. And we had five people who stayed there for the whole 40 hours. Oh, nice. And one of those bought my group coaching program for $10,000 afterwards. Nice. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's how summits can be powerful. It really is. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that I've noticed too with your software is that it makes it so much easier for the speakers too, because they're not 
feeling like they're harassing somebody and not knowing if they got to hold the right person and is this going to change and what is it going to look like nah, 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 nah. so it, and it is a concern from the speaker's side that they have the right images and the right size and the right they're not heads not being squished on the pictures yeah. and all that kind of fun stuff so it is super nice to be a speaker on the other side just having to the link you go pop your stuff in bam done you take a look at it is it what you want or not and change it if it's not and off you go and it's super simple yeah. Absolutely. And the, the speakers after the summit said it was the best organized summit they've ever attended. Ever. Ever. But you can't organize it that smoothly as you can with software. Like, I don't think you could. No, you can't. You really can't. It's about systematizing. You know, uh, this is a business podcast. And one of the things that I always talk about when I talk about business is if you can't systematize it, don't do it. Right. Well, and ultimately, you can't scale a business if you can't systemize it. Otherwise, exactly. you are always going to be the bottleneck. You are always going to have to be there. Yeah, Period. absolutely. So what I did was I systematized everything to do with the summit. I took the scripts I had for my first one. I expanded on them. So what we had a system whereby every speaker got an email at least every day. It always had the time they were supposed to be speaking. It had a link they were going to use when they were speaking. It told them how many people had opted in through their link so far, gave a leaderboard where it showing them their, their ranking on their ranking on the leaderboard in addition to who the top five were. It always had an including their, their link that they were going to use to get people to opt in so we could track it and link to the swipe copy, the, the email uh, copy that they could send out to their list to get people into the summit, every single email. Now we still had a speaker who on like day four, in a panic five minutes before said, where's my link? How do I get into to my speaking slot? And then one minute later was, oh, I found it. Thank you for sending it so many times. <laughs> nice, that's yeah. awesome. So I know that right now you're working on some crazy epic stuff too. Tell us a little bit about what we can, fingers crossed, hope to see coming up in the next few months here. Yeah, so basically the what happened was after the summit that <clears throat> we got all of this feedback and we had people starting to ask us, how can we use your system for our own summits? And instead of being, um, hey, I'm the midlife solopreneur and I'm doing all this client attraction, I've got this piece of software that can help we started realizing actually we had something that solves people's problems, you know, that removes a massive pain point and people are willing to pay to have that pain point removed. And here's why it's so important. You know, when you don't realize how much work something takes and it really like just goes beyond anything you ever imagined, the impact it can have on your business is significant, very, very significant. The, we spoke to a guy who put on a summit he had it all planned out. He had all of his dates sorted out. So he, he started working on it. And then suddenly things just started to slip. He ended up having, and he was going to take people from the summit and lead them to his offer. He ended up spending two months longer on creating a summit and running it than he thought he was going to and what he planned for. During that period, he had to move all of his sales activities by two months his income dropped nearly to zero during those two months that he hadn't planned for before he could start his sales activities. Imagine the cost to his business of running a summit. But you get yourself to a point where you go, if I try to pull out because the amount of work and the, the share trying to do all, do all of this, if I'm pulling out, I am, I'm losing integrity. 
You know, I was promised all of these people are going to be on this platform and and talk. We already got opt-ins for this, and I have to tell them all that I I couldn't handle it and I have to stop. Are you willing to pay that price or go for the other cost, which is lack of sales because everything is floating out? So we have a, a, a solution that solves this massive pain point that reduces your work from the 100, 200, 300 hours down to maybe five or 10. And that's what Event Raptor is. That's why we call it virtual event management made easy, because that's what we do. Nice. It really is. And I don't know how, how a solopreneur could do it, because, I mean, really, Jake's got a team of people all on salary that are like, hey, when we need to work, we work. <laughs> you know you need to work. So we play hard and we work hard. Um, but when time comes to put it all in and make it happen, we're willing to do the job. How a solopreneur can just pop 300 hours into a, into a two-week period, a three-week period, a four-week, a eight-week period. Like it just, it can't happen. So I totally feel for them and I totally get it because a lot of people go, oh, I just need a landing page. I just need some confirmation emails to go out. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's really how it goes in the back end. They are epic and awesome. Love giveaways, love summits. They are tremendous tools right now for your business in so many ways. And if you don't know what those ways are, absolutely go and talk to Steve because I am guessing nickels to dimes that you also work in strategizing with people and how they can use um, giveaways and, and summits to their advantage because it's not about, hey, this is neat. This is a silver penny. This is cute. I, I think I'll go do this now. Oh, I think I'll go do that now. I think I'll go do It actually works fundamentally for bringing in solid leads that are pre-qualified that are actually interested in what you do so yeah. huge huge kudos this is awesome i was going to ask you your cinderella story but i assume you and jay and this poor other guy are your cinderella stories do you have another one you want to share with us because we're so early on that we don't have anybody because literally we we released the software platform two weeks ago and we're in a beta period you know so what? nobody's done a summit since then come on yeah. well the, the first summit to be running on our platform is actually happening on the 9th of july so we're not that far away so i'm going like yeah I'm, you know immediately we finish this conversation i'm going to be back to coding for the rest of the evening <laughs> you know to, to, weeks, just a few weeks exactly. <laughs> well, not just little tweaks to actually make it work because it won't work today. <laughs> so, oh my God, yeah. So, but we, we are going to be hosting a, a lot of uh, events going forward. But one of one of the, um, the uh, well, what I can say is that we already have people who are weeks and months away from running their events who's put their event on our platform and already going, holy smokes, this was so easy compared to what I thought I had to do. Well, yeah, I can. I'm, I'm assuming that we were using the beta version, but I don't know if did beta break between this and the oh, updates, they, or it you, just you, were, you were using the alpha alpha version, the alpha zero point zero version, <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah. I can't imagine. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the, the difference is that we have to make a platform that fits everybody because the version you were using, I was actually responsible for it. So I was doing the management behind the scenes and it was more or less dedicated to you guys. So now we have to turn that into something that anybody can use. Uh, and that's the challenge. And then when we find out that anybody can use it, we go, oh, we thought we were wanting people to do, oh, we thought people wanted to do it one way. And now we've got to figure out that actually they, they wanted us to do it slightly differently. So we have to code for that and improve. And that's like the product development. 
you know, finding out actually how to serve your clients the best. And again, that's something in any business you need to figure out. Nice. So if somebody is new to putting on virtual events, whether it's a giveaway or a summit, things like that, what would you say is their first step? The first step is to figure out the alignment with what you are selling and wanting to promote. Um, if you don't have a goal, if, you, if your goal is just like, I want to put on a summit to increase my authority, um, yeah, but what does that mean? You know, how are you going to use the results of that? When you get increased authority, how are you going to drive sales? If you're not driving sales, what's the point of that activity? So I would say where, where a lot of people are going wrong is that they don't put enough thought into what will the summit, what will this virtual event, whether that is a workshop or a webinar or whatever, how does it fit in with all everything else that I'm doing, my strategy, what do I want to sell to people during, after, how I'm going to leverage that into success for me. That is really where you're going to start. If you don't have that as a clear picture of that, then you are taking an enormous risk and uh, putting a lot of time and effort into something that might actually not serve you at all. As you know, peeps, I am not an advocate for work for the sake of work. <laughs> if it doesn't make you money in the end, it is a complete total waste of time, you know, moving rocks from A to B and back again. So do not do that. Uh, I'm assuming, Steve, that you have some way that people can work with you to be able to figure those things out and to be able to... I do. Yes, I do. And so where I tell everybody to start, it really is the best point to start, is that we have a checklist for virtual events. This is a checklist that covers giveaways, it covers uh, summits. If you want to do a workshop or a webinar, it tells you a lot of the things that you need to consider. Now, you don't need to do everything on the list, but you need to make a con conscious choice um, from the items on the list, whether you need to consider it or not. So it's a great starting point. It does talk about the strategy. It does talk about monetization. It talks about like email reminders to people to remind them to actually turn up to the virtual event. You know, when we, um, when I was the CTO for the Life Coach Certification Company, we knew that tickets that were free tickets uh, sent out in the last two weeks for people registered, around 30% uh, will probably turn up from that. And if it was more than two weeks out, probably 10% to 5% would actually turn up, you know. So you need to have strategies in place. Are you going to send out calendar links to them? So they actually will put it in their calendar. They're much more likely to come when you consider all of these things and, and do them. So the checklist goes through and saying, consider this, consider this, like, are you going to do this? And that allows you to go through and saying, okay, at least I've covered all the bases and thought about my event and made strategic choices. So that virtual event checklist is a godsend, I think. And we actually have people who work in the virtual event space who's come to us now and said, could I please send your checklist out to my list? Because it's so valuable, that checklist. And I want to, I want to co-brand it with you and send it out to my list because my, my people want this kind of checklist and I haven't put one together yet. So that I think that makes it very, very valuable. Um, and then when you have considered everything there, come and have a chat with us and we'll help you to take the next step. Thanks, absolutely. Now, I know that the majority of your audience is kind of the speaker, the authors, experts in their industry, but I'm assuming this also works for corporate and putting together events for them as well, eh? 
Absolutely. We are so we are in our beta period. So we are focusing only on summits and giveaways at the moment. We're going to add in all of the the niceties for for webinars and everything. But this is, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to um, to give an example. We do onboarding calls from time to time where anybody who's bought into the platform, we send out a link and saying, hey, on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, we are doing an onboarding call. We're going to show you how to use the platform. But we want to run from, from Eventraptor. You know, we create it as an event in Eventraptor. And we have an email sequence that reminds them of it. And then we send them to an opt-in page saying, hey, would you like to come to our onboarding page? Just put in your details here. And then the system will send out all of the email reminders. It will register them into Zoom. So when, we, when we're running the meeting, we know who turned up and who didn't turn up. And we can say, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to the people who didn't turn up, we can say, here's the replay, you know, or here's the next meeting. If you want to come live to the next one, here's the link to, to go and do that. And so if you are a corporate, if you are a business, if you run any kind of virtual meetings, where you need to have an outside audience that coming in and you need to do the email reminders and, and all of this, Eventraptive will help you. It's as simple as that. Nice, I love that. And you also have a little bit of goodies for those who are speakers and authors and want uh, platforms and stages to speak on, yeah? Absolutely, because we have a speaker directory. So we are creating an ecosystem really. We are this where the speakers can go and register themselves and saying, I'm interested in speaking opportunities. And it's your ability to showcase yourself to event hosts. So people who are then creating events and summits and giveaways in, in our platform will then be able to go into the speaker directory and invite you to come and be a speaker. So it's a great way to actually get better exposure and, and being able to go out there and promote yourself. Nice. I love it. I went in and set up my profile and all of that kind of fun stuff super easy of course and you just save it go check it change it go check it go check everybody else's see what you like go change your <laughs> <laughs> not no you go in there whatsoever but it was super fun to go and play with <laughs> of course there was you going there it was super fun to go and play and uh and and it's just super easy uh, which i really like because you got to know i've done a lot of speaker bureau um profiles and uh, it drives me crazy trying to find the button to do the thing and yours is just bam here it is here it is here it is and when you won't go to that section then it expands and you get to see all the stuff and it was super easy i like that i cool. hear that <laughs> so peeps if you are interested in this we will have a ton of links for you in the notes for the show so if you're on itunes or Apple podcast, anything like that, you can scroll down and go to the show notes. If you're driving and you're unavailable to do it, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash blog, and we will have all of Steve's notes there. You can either search by Steve or search by Event Raptor. And of course, all of his info will come up. Awesome. So i um, got to ask you before you leave, at what point did you know that you were especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become a uh, successful entrepreneur? Well, my... Um... Okay, so I, uh, I did business school from 1990 to 1992, and I was voted the person most likely to be a, an entrepreneur. Wow. And, yeah, and the reason I did the MBA was that I was actually educated an electronics engineer, and halfway through that, I realized I was not made to sit in a laboratory and design electronic circuits. <laughs> and I knew that business was the thing for me. So already then I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go into business. 
You just do that. I'm smart. That's all. <laughs> Can't get you away from the keyboard, but you got that independent streak going on. Oh, well, absolutely. That, that is awesome. Well, any uh, any final words for our peeps? Yeah, I I, uh, I like to say as final words is that if you are not out there promoting yourself, then you are missing a trick and you need to go out on any kind of platform that you can go on and actually talk about you, your services, the products and go out and profile yourself as an authority. Because if you do that, you're going to get so much more business than you are if you are just concentrating on serving your customers and not going out shouting from the rooftops. So speaking at summits, participating in giveaways, building up your list is one of the most absolutely most valuable activities that you can do in your business to grow your business. So please go out there, promote yourself. Awesome. I love that. And it has never been easier and <laughs> never been harder technology-wise. But you guys have systems now, so you don't have to worry about what everybody else is worrying about. So if you're a speaker, coach, author, absolutely go to see if he will help you. He will get you set up. I can't tell you how much I love this software, and I think you should go and do it <laughs> because just doing one of them, it'll save your hide. And if you happen to be a traditional bricks and mortar and you're not sure how to do this whole thing or you're afraid of speaking or whatever, timing has never been better. It has never been easier to be able to get set up and start working platforms and getting comfortable speaking with people. So talk to us. I'll probably send you back to Steve anyways, but uh, whatever you're more comfortable doing, just come and do it. Now is the time to promote yourself. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for being here with me. I know you're super <laughs> busy. You've got 500,000 things before you get your uh, next event up and running in the ninth but uh thank you again for being here with us i appreciate it thank you michelle it's been an absolute pleasure to be here with you and speaking to your audience awesome this is michelle nedelec thank you for being here with us if you know anyone who would make a great guest for the show or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss reach out to me at michelle nedelec at or sorry michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on linkedin or facebook i would love to hear from you Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.